Crossfade. The Daily Talk Show. A conversation sometimes worth recording with Josh Jansen and Tommy Jacket. It's the Daily Talk Show, episode 178. Joshy Jansen. Mate, you're confusing people with that delay. <laughs> no, yeah, we're not in a delay. I was just, I thought you might have had a bit more. I don't know, I thought you might have just painted the I picture for somebody. I was going to say something. You yeah. were? I, I, was, I was about to say something like sponsored by, you know what? Uh, it's yeah. sponsored by uh, our subreddit, which I can happily say that thanks to my geeky friend, Ibi, who I'm staying yes. with in Barcelona, who um, you can see this, I've got that many board games uh, behind me right now. Yeah. Because he's a um, loves a good board game. It actually looks ridiculous. So, uh, if first time listener, we are in different countries. I'm in St Kilda in Melbourne, and Josh is in Barcelona. Barcelona. Spain. Spain, oh yeah, Barcelona. Yeah. Barcelona, um, which is crazy. We we've got how many shows left? Six, seven shows before we're back in the same uh, ether. Ridiculous. Yeah, we'll be in New York. Very soon. But I will bring up that nerd stuff again because you messaged me yesterday's show. So we've yeah. been doing it quite early. I, well, early for me, late for you. It's it's just after, it's 6 a.m. here. But mm. you said, um, so I will sched, schedule to do the 6 a.m. show, the nighttime show for you. And you said, mate, um, can we do it a little later, maybe an hour and a half later? Uh, we're up playing board games. Yeah. It was slightly incorrect because it wasn't a board game. It was a card game. I think it's called Love Letters. Have you heard of this game? Uh, no. Nah, nah. I played that in grade two, though. Um, just <laughs> Do you actually, did you keep any love letters that you got given? For a while. And then I um, and then I did a seance and, and cursed the girls. No, I didn't. But no, <laughs> I, I remember a few, yeah. But um, yeah, anyway, so we played a game called Love Letters and... Um, but the reason I brought up the geekiness is because I was, do you say racking my brain? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I was racking my brain thinking, who can I get to um, get us onto Reddit as a subreddit? Because as I mentioned on yesterday's show, I went to my account and I didn't have enough karma or whatever you need to sign it up. And um, luckily, I went onto Ibby's account and I now have the Daily Talk Show. So if you go to reddit.com forward slash r forward slash the Daily Talk Show. There'll be uh, nothing there. <laughs> there no, well, you, there is something there. This is the thing. I was thinking about it. How shit have we been when it comes to keep upkeeping anything other than the podcast in regards yeah. to social media? Yeah, I agree. I mean, the main thing for us to do is the um the podcast which i think when we're together back on the ground in the same space i think it'll be much easier to sort of uh keep keep <laughs> keep control of that oh yeah Mate, you've done the 711 rip off coffee i've just seen it yeah. submitted well the funny thing is this whole like when we're back together thing it it just reminds me of all those common things you hear in life where it's like oh only when i get this Things are gonna, yeah, like when I get this camera, everything's yeah, going to change. Yeah, I, I, I mean, when people talk about camera gear and you know, oh, I need this to make a video. I said, you know, buy it. If if yeah. if money's not the problem, 
Don't use it as an excuse if you, you can't actually. Don't, I don't, don't buy it. Don't. I, I just said buy it. So oh, if, yeah, absolutely. But if money's the problem, then you, you're using something that you actually can't achieve, which is the purchasing of it. But if you have the money and you think it's the camera that's going to do it for you and you've convinced yourself, because it definitely isn't the camera, <laughs> but if you were saying it is, do it because prove yourself wrong. Like I've done it many times and I've bought the thing and, and used it a bit. And, and so I think you learn. It's like a people learn the hard way a lot. And if that it means just making a few purchases of some camera, Dumb camera equipment. And so I look at it like that for us is I think, you know, when you're back, I think if we've been able to give it a crack like we have and never miss a day, I think <laughs> I think that when you're here, it will be easier then to sort of implement something that has been a bit challenging when we're so not. So much easier. I mean, I'm, I was playing devil's advocate in the sense that I actually think it's one of those cases where it's like when we're back together, it just means that we're going to be able to be in a routine together. We'll be, uh, you know, coming back to our, you know, joint venture and, and going, you know, all guns blazing on, on that. So I think it will make a massive difference. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, just on the friends thing, I've, mm. uh, I've, I've made another friend. Um, What's their name? It, same name as mine, Tom. Or okay, Tommy, great. whatever you like. Because you need another fucking Tommy in your life. <laughs> no, this is actually the second, and I say friend loosely, um, you know, Ouch. a person that I've met and then become Facebook friends with. And so this is the second passenger that has been sitting next to me on a plane ride that I've become friends with. Have you even um, been on a plane lately? Not lately. So this this took a little while for, for it to become... To, you know, for it to get this far. Um, I'll tell you the first one that I made um, friends with and then yeah. became Facebook friends with. I was up heading up to Sydney, sitting next to this dude, and we kind of, you know, like I think, I mean, you've you've probably never spoken to anyone who sat next to you on a plane, which is understandable. Oh, I, I just pretend to be asleep. <laughs> I know. And so it, it sort of, I mean, for me who I speak to a lot of people, and mm. I and I'm and I'm kind of confident. No, it's not even about confidence. It's like I actually d- don't mind talking to people, random people about random shit. Sometimes, sometimes I totally switch off, and I pull the JJ. But um, this one time, it's probably maybe like midway into the flight, we started kind of talking. We sort of just eased into it. And how long um, was the flight? Oh, well, it's just an hour up to Sydney, so okay, right. pro- yeah, probably half an hour. And you know, I think it's probably more when they're like bringing stuff down. You're kind of being sort of interrupted from what you're doing and we started talking and it turned out this dude somehow we were we, he mentioned like oh yeah I was doing some um you know soccer refereeing and I was like oh yeah and I sort of pushed him on this what um wh- what do you mean soccer like whereabouts oh indoor soccer oh cool what um what center was it said uh Albert Park Indoor Sports Center said my uncle owns it crazy he's like your uncle's Michael and I was like yeah He's like, oh, that's crazy. So this dude um, like worked part-time for my uncle's business. So little so he- did you know, this is a perfect example of you sitting next to someone. Little did you know he was somewhat a, a big fucking deal. He's the, the referee <laughs> <laughs> and of so- part-time at the indoor sports. Yeah, yeah. And so we, we became Facebook friends. And then I actually tried to 
get him on f- um, to help us with the um, quad lock video shoot because he's he's really into oh, motorbikes. This is going back ages. So this was this would have been over a year ago. Yeah, I mean, we became friends probably a couple of years back. Okay, so and this so that, isn't Tom. Is this? Oh, this is the first guy. This is the first one. The okay. second one is um, uh, when I went up to Outback Australia. Great. So small remember, plane. So you or was this was this a, a bigger plane? Well, three planes. So I got the Melbourne to Sid- Melbourne to Brisbane, no friend. Um, Brisbane, and then that next plane was over to a place called Blackhall, and then it goes to Longreach. And so when I was sitting down, um, sort of in the area where you you have to go out into the tarmac because you have to get onto the little small Qantas plane, um, yeah. I, I kind of just sat. I sat down wherever I wherever I th- thought was a good spot, and then this dude came. He was young, um, and he, I said to him, somehow he, I don't know, I, I probably wanted a chat. Sometimes I feel like I want to chat, and so I, I initiated the chat to this dude. Said, "Oh mate, where are you off to?" Because it's a small area, not everyone. There's only a couple of flights. He said, "Oh, I'm going to, um, I'm going to Longreach." I said, "Oh, cool, same, same here." And we just sort of started having Wait, a you're chat. You're about to get onto the Longreach plane, the yeah. plane that's going to Longreach, and you're surprised that he's also going to Longreach. Yeah, because there was quite a few people in this area, and not all of them were actually going to Longreach. So okay. there was like, but it's, it's, it's really not that on the scale of excitement. It's, it's not sort of the, the craziest thing. It like, yes, Longreach is sort of a bit of a random location. Yeah, but you're at the ter- you're at the gate <laughs> to get onto the plane to yeah. go to Longreach. Is that right? Well, yeah, we're sort of sitting near the gate to <laughs> okay. go to Longreach. Yeah, you're at the gate. Yeah. All right, I'll fuck it. I know you want some sort of like, holy shit, that's crazy. We walk down the tarmac. We're just chatting. He gets on, walks on. I I took some time because I was filming the plane. I get on, I walk. I'm sitting next to the bloke. We were how allocated. Many, how many right seats were on this plane? Fifty-five. Fifty. <laughs> maybe maybe more. How many people were on the plane? Five. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we ended up sitting next to each other, which was it was pretty cool. And so um, uh, we just started chatting, and he was he was a young bloke. He was probably my age, and he was a doctor. That was doing like um, you know working in a hospital in Longreach. Great story. Like not from there. I think he was from Brisbane and um, originally. And so him and his uh, girlfriend both were sort of working in Longreach, doing doing you know doing I, I don't know they tra- it's like a training ground. I think it was he was on good money there. He said it's like a good opportunity. A couple of years you go out there. Pretty and- fun. What, a, yeah. what an awesome skill to have being a doctor. Is that what he is? A doctor? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he said it's he pretty told handy. Me a, told me a few stories um, just about what it's like being a doctor there around, you know, like um, there's not a, you know, you're it. Sometimes you're it. So that you, you do everything. Um, yeah. It's so kind of like mean, car accidents and stuff. Oh, well, I don't think that's, he's the doctor at the hospital. Yeah, um, but you, you're saying you're it. I just sort of assumed maybe it was literally just him in a car sort of driving around. Oh, no, no, no. It's got a big, quite a big hospital. It's like the main okay. one for the outback there. Um, I mean, I tried to relate it to it was like me being in Shepparton on the radio. I was it. <laughs> just me and my co-host. No producer. 
I mean, similar role. Crazy stuff. Anything could have happened. Saving lives. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so, yeah, we talked about what I was doing in Longreach, and I I I had my camera on me, so he was kind of curious about that, and he was into taking photos and stuff. And what do you default to? Do you find when you're having these types of conversations with people? Yeah. What's the spiel? What What do you lead with in regards to describing you? Yeah, I, I think it's very much around what I'm doing at that time. So it helps. Like it, it, if I was just floating and doing nothing, I'd probably yeah. talk about what I do, but we, I was talking about what I was going to Longreach to do mm. and so, and not much more than that. Um, and so, yeah, he, he it turned out he was curious about, um, f- you know, photography and video and stuff. So he was keen, keen to hear what I had to say. And so... Anyway, that was it. We just sort of got off the plane, and um, and I said, "See you later, mate." Have uh, yeah, it was really nice. I oh, actually no, he gave me his number because he said, "If you come back to Longreach, let me know because it's not that <laughs> there's not that many people there. Um, yeah. Let me know if you're back in town." Which I thought, yeah, that could be a possibility until I worked out that once I got to Longreach, it was an hour and a half drive down a dirt road to get to the property where I was. So um, it's probably a bit far just to duck into town for a beer. And, and it also uh, costs uh, as much as a return flight to New York. Yeah, I know, totally. And so I then got, uh, that was it, said see you later, Tom. And then I made that video that oh, was yeah, course, about yeah. the behind the scenes of the shoot that I was on and I've posted it and it, and it started to pick up a bit of momentum. And, um, and last night, I mean, this morning I sort of, I jumped on and I saw a comment on the video from this bloke named Tom. He said, fantastic video, mate. I was the fella sitting next to you on the plane ride out. How good's that? How do you, do you know how he actually found you? Um, I can, I'll, um, I'll give it a crack. I don't, I don't know, but I can give it a crack because there's been a whole heap of people from Longreach starting to um, like and comment on the video. Yeah, and sure. so it's not a big place, and I'm sure it's sort of yeah. um, circling back. And I posted on that um, Ringers of the Outback. Ah, uh, yes. And so, yeah. It's what do Ringers do again? Uh, ringers, uh, cowboy. Uh, cowboy. The equivalent women. of a cowboy. Yeah, sure. Cowgirl. Um, yeah, so I think it's just Cow women. <laughs> Cow women doesn't have this has doesn't have the same ring, does it? As cowgirl, yeah. And so yeah, I think it's just circled back to him. But mate, I hit that I hit that friendship button. It's not called a friendship well, button. It's called an ad fr- ad friend. Well, except you didn't add. He added you, right? No, I added him. Oh, okay. So oh, right. I mean, well, that's very keen, and he accepted. Yeah, I mean, oh, I like good to take, news all around. I like, I like to sometimes take the first step. Who's who's the most exciting person you have on your Facebook? Do you think that would excite the daily talk show audience? Oh, you know what I found: people don't really have, um, other than uh, oh, the sheriff Longmire from yeah. um, the hit show Six Seasons. Longmire on um, Netflix. Me and mm-hmm. him are mates. Yeah. Um, uh, Ruslan Kogan, but he's got a few mates. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, Trevor Long. <laughs> yeah. No, actually, I don't know if we're... Are we mates, Trevor Long? Yeah, sure. But no, the, but I think no, that's I th- about... I think that's it. You got any yeah. good ones? I don't have I don't have anyone exciting. 
probably the weirdest one I would have is a murderer that's in jail for murder. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah. So um, is, we, we've spoken his, about that on the show. Is his page still active? Yeah, it's still active. Yep. Oh, really? His really LinkedIn want- went down. I'm guessing the company that he worked with, worked for at the time, probably wasn't a good look and they asked for it to be shut down would be my guess. Yeah. Yeah. Have you made any friends on this trip? Have I made friends? No, no, not really. We've, um, we, we had, there was an elderly couple that we got (laughs) along with really well in Turkey. They would have been in their seventies. They lived in Savannah, Georgia. And we did say we're going to add them on social media, but then we just, uh, didn't get their last name. So we couldn't, but, Mm. um, they were lovely. We, uh, we told them that we were going to Slovenia, uh, after Turkey and um, the lady presented us with two unused water bottles that they had that were like hiking water bottles, like Reebok uh, water bottles. Yeah. It was great. Um, yeah, that's right. So we had that. But one uh, one weird one that we did have was um, – it wasn't weird, but um, uh, Brie had asked me about a chick who was following her on Instagram. Said, oh, she's asked a question about something. And I was like, I think – you know, like over the years, having been on Twitter for a while, you sort of accumulate a f- some random people who you're just like, yeah, I'm connected to them, but I don't actually know how or why, but there's just been similar circles. And she looked like someone who had been in that sort of early Twitter sort of sphere. So I had said that to her. Anyway, yeah. it turns out it wasn't until we got to Amsterdam where she was like, the girl commented and said, oh, you're in Holland. And then... Brie clicked onto the profile and worked out that it was a girl that we'd sat with at like a communal dinner in um, when we were in Italy, and it was oh, like yeah. it was like a lunch, like we did sort of a tour of um, one of the areas. Man, I'm so fucking bad at remembering where we went. Um, what's the one where there's got the ash and stuff? Like the uh, what was the big the, the big fucking the volcano in? Um, Italy? What's that I don't called? know. Pompeii. That one. Pompeii. 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 Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it was when we were, we were doing that tour. And, yeah, so it turns out that that girl had uh, found Brie and was following her. So that That's was, cool. That was cool. Yeah, I think there's like a heightened um, sense Willingness. of- Willingness. Yeah, there's like, you know, your feelings are sort of elevated when you're on a trip. And especially, like I remember being in Italy and I- yeah. You know, like in my like everyone's got their own sort of backstory and and narrative going. So like for me, I was <laughs> over in Europe for the first time, and I was by myself. I went to Italy. Um, I was in Rome, and I caught the train. And I got on this train. I couldn't understand what anyone was saying, and there was like signs. It wasn't clear, but I got on the right train and ended up in Florence, and had to work my way to a backpackers that I was staying at by myself, and I didn't know if I'd meet any friends or you know sort of or um or have a good time and so I rocked up at this place this um backpackers Mate, you're a rooster going to a backpackers and you're yeah, pretend, like you're making out mate, like you don't know if you're gonna make any mates mate even sometimes roosters feel like they're chickens I'll tell you that much <laughs> <laughs> and that's so a good, that's a good title that's, that's the title of the show and so I walked into this uh backpackers and instantly an Aussie's in there uh, I just remember our first interaction, and his name's Neil Russell, and we've become great mates since. He lives up in Sydney, 
And um, shout out to Neil. He just, his beautiful wife, Katie, just had a baby. And um, so we've we've stayed in touch. And now he's good mates with Jules Lund. He was Jules Lund's personal trainer up in Sydney. When I lived up in Sydney, we'd be oh, surfing. Oh, wow. So it's really gone. We'd be surfing most days. Amy's friends with Neil's wife, Katie. And so this is like, and but I just remember Neil and I hanging out and it was like, mate, we're best mates. I felt like, fuck, we're close. He's a personal trainer. I was a personal trainer at that point. And we like, we, we went on, we would go and sip coffees in the morning. He's the guy who Shoot. actually went and saw um, the statue of David with that I mentioned yesterday in Florence. Just um, hanging, just a couple of blokes. Yeah. Going just, to, um, we've got some great photos of us like sitting, standing at a coffee just like a, you know, like this uh, espresso bar where it's just a old That's school Italian ca- cafe. And so I, re- I just remember getting back and it's like, oh, I'm going to catch up with that guy. He was really great. And, we, and we're Facebook friends. And sure enough, we did. I moved to Sydney and um, and we've hung, ha- ha- um, hung out quite a bit. I, I've, how do you feel about the quick making of friends? I used to be a big sort of uh, believer in it or I would get sort of into the hype and get excited. But I think maybe I'm um, maybe I'm getting real old and crusty. But um, <laughs> I just, I'm sceptical of that type of energy. Yeah. I think you as a person need to know the limits. And, you know, I think I think you've been burnt before I think I've been burnt before I think you use those as and when I say burnt not like it's just like you might have thought that it was different than it was not in a bad way or like or just just, recognizing I think that um part of a friendship or equation is the amount of time and I think that I've you know gotten into the cases of just being like fucking this person's gonna be my best mate yeah and um yeah, it, it, I feel like it's never – I feel like I've had probably like half a dozen cases in my life where I – I think it's when it's people who have similar qualities and they're mm. the same types of people where it's like all in, yeah, let's hang out all the time and you yeah. just sort of it's, – uh, it's a bit unsustainable. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I get it. I think I've had a, a, um, a good run – with the, having a gauge or realize that, uh, being able to realize what a friendship is, or like I, I put it this way, when you know pe- people look at friendships and they think, oh, it needs to have a lot of trust, and you know, um, I don't hang out with that person if I don't trust them. It's like I just assume a level of trust with most of the people, but I also have a gauge of who I will allow in more than others and I think yeah. I've had a good gauge in my time of people that has allowed me to sort of have some good friendships but have a lot of acquaintances and that works for me I mean some people don't even like having acquaintances they like mm. having their rocks you know maybe a, a few um, how many friends do you think you you need um I mean you only need me Josh so <laughs> scrap everyone else no I it, it I think it's so varied I mean, I can count my sort of close, close best mates on probably one hand, mm. but I've got 15 fingers on one hand, so it's a bit weird. <laughs> no, but, um, and, and I think that's all, yeah, I don't think, it, it varies for everyone. 
But when you really think about who you actually hang out with, who you talk with mostly, it's this weird thing when you get older though because you spend so much time working. And so, like I've had friends, I've had really close friends saying, who the fuck's Josh? And it's not- Who the fuck are they? (laughs) (laughs) Who the fuck is it? Name and shame. Who are these people who don't know who I am? No, 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 no. But what they meant was, where did he come from? Like, I hadn't heard of him. And for the first couple of years, you and I were, you know, working together. I was spending more time with you than Mm. I have with them over the last couple of years. But it's because- we're in the same world, essentially. Um, yeah. You know, our works are aligned. Our, you know, what we are doing, our creative endeavors align, and so you end up spending heaps of time with these people. And you know what? Like our friendship, you know, might have gone hard and then sort of pulled off if I wasn't um, doing the same thing. Or I think it was or, a good. I think being sort of. I think we're opposites in a in a lot of ways, and I think that that helps because it's not like I think that the energy that I'm not sure on is when I'm like this person likes all the same stuff that I do Mm. Um, but I think it's good there needs to be some level of tension I think within relationships I think even especially the best duos uh, you don't want two of the same people you want to be able to like have some contrast to make things interesting you know in a content context yeah definitely yeah, definitely. I mean, it's, it's not. I mean, yeah, I think about James, um, who, you know, I think who I talk about a bit. He's um, been my friend for, you know, 20 years and um, oh, probably probably a bit less, but I've known him since I was a kid. Um, and like over over that time, the relationship changes and even though I've always classified him as a really good mate, it's actually I reckon it's got stronger recently because mm-hmm. we've we're working in the same building, and um, you know things bring you together more. So if you think you're good mates with someone, it's like there is still more that you could, there is still deeper that you could go with that person, and and it might just be the the time in your life where you're at that will dictate that because it just so happened that James and I had. Babies around the same time. We've got, you know, yeah. business in the same space. Well, just I think social media changes things too. I mean, I yeah. think Jimmy's a good example of someone who you're not going to have that with because he's mm. he's not on those platforms. But there are a bunch of people who I'm connected with through social media who I wouldn't have seen in real life in six years. Yeah, but you feel like you've been communicating with them? Yeah. It feels like we're being connected the whole time. Yeah. And the other thing I think is interesting with travel is the difference between, you know, Brie and I can travel, you know, Brie and I have been in each other's pockets for the last, you know, close to three months and it's been awesome. And I just think about like the times that I've traveled with people over the years and the difference that it makes when you're traveling, like the- yeah. There's only, like, I'm fairly easy, but you realize in the moment the the different quirks in people. And it's just like people change a lot from when they're in the security of their, you know, own sort of community versus how they act when they travel. Yeah. Well, well you get uncomfortable traveling. Yeah. 
and everyone's sort of anxieties come out too, right? Mm. So then, um, you know, you can, all of those things become a lot more obvious. If you like staying indoors uh, and you're in a city, it's going to become a lot more obvious. And um, I think I'm that weird combo of, I'm, um, I like to think I'm adventurous, but at the same time, Bree's constantly dragging me out of my cocoon because like yeah. at the moment, the obsession is learning Pro Tools. So I've decided <laughs> to make the switch from Adobe Audition to Pro Tools because I sort of want to flex that muscle. I want to sort of be able to do sort of more advanced um audio post processing when it comes to like the films that we make. And um, so, you know, even on the train into Barcelona um, this afternoon, I had downloaded training from lynda.com so that when we had that time, I was just like looking and consuming and learning. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes, I mean, sometimes you got to hit the brakes, bro. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No. but it's, it's, the, it's the thing is, it's like, that's your version of fun. Yeah. And and you love that. And so it's hard to go. I mean, you've just got to be careful of when when you're doing it and mm. if it's impacting other people because it might be fun for you, but then if it's annoying for someone else or they want your attention, yeah. it's hard because it's like you're not being selfish, but sometimes you need to be, yeah, sometimes you've got to throw that. Pre- yeah, just present. Yeah. Well, I was um, present. Um, we went to the Picasso Museum today. That was awesome. And all and I had was one earphone in, one <laughs> exactly. AirPod listening You should have still. seen how much Pro Tools I learned in a Picasso Museum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got in I, um, flow. <laughs> fact, the funny thing about Picasso is you look at his stuff when he was 13 years old and it looks like an adult's done it. And the older wow. he got, the more sort of it looked like a kid had drawn. He'd got, sort of gone the other way. It was the Benjamin Button of um, <laughs> of the art world, exactly. But um, I, I feel like I've um, one thing. Bree and I haven't been buying souvenirs or anything because we don't have to carry anything. But um, one thing I would love to do, I was thinking, as a way to learn, is every month get a new uh, like art book like on a specific artist that's a coffee table book and have it for that month. So like basically allocate, you know, budget for 12 books throughout the year or whatever, and then just rotate, like just have 12 different artists that I learn about. So when I'm like chilling out and trying to have less screen time in the evening, Mm -hmm. I can open up a Picasso book and learn about his processes and all that sort of shit. Mm, You look slightly sceptical. Yeah, well, I think you kind of need, if you're interested in art, I think you need that initial interest. It's like the advice. Yeah, well, that's what I think it's, that's what's interested me is that I actually, I think that as what interests me about the painting is actually more the stories and the psychology around it all. So you yeah. hear, you hear when, you know, um, Picasso had like the blue period where it's like a little bit sort of very blue and melancholy and sort of dark and, yeah. um, you know, you can see all these things that happens in people's lives that actually affects their art form. Yeah. And um, I even, I guess I draw parallels between, like I think about 
these painters and I see them, okay, yeah, oh, these people were friends and they were doing stuff together and then it influenced this. And I look at it on a very small mm. scale for what even what we're doing. And I think like, unfortunately, I just don't think that we're going to look back with the same sort of rose-coloured glasses with like a gallery with a YouTuber. Even the top YouTubers yeah. aren't going to have a yeah. fucking museum with all of their work. Yeah, I think that old school celebrity or that old school prestige of someone's celebrity is gone a bit. Mm. Like there won't be too many Tom Cruises anymore or, you know, yeah. even some of the, like the Beatles, like those kind of artists. I guess maybe the celeb- the style of celebrity changes. Yeah, so I definitely. guess there's going to be an Elon Musk, um, you know, or there's going to be technology entrepreneurs. Like there's going to be a mm. Mark Zuckerberg museum Maybe, um, yeah. I wonder, I think that art, like art is becoming more and more accessible. And so I think it's a lot harder to be unique and to stand out. Yeah, yeah. I will say that I heard some advice yesterday that was just around, you know, that the classic, like, uh, what net, um, you know, if you're wanting to do something and you're spending your time watching Netflix, you know, maybe just ditch the Netflix and immerse yourselves in learning something. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it was in relation to video, like you want to start making videos or you want to start learning how to animate, you may as well start ditching Netflix and start just m- using that time to learn. But I was thinking around that advice and what I said to you just before of you need a slight interest in what you're doing. Whereas I think people can feel like they want to do something like start <laughs> making videos or start learning how to be an animator or learning some program but they might just think that they want to. and Or they what, like the lifestyle. They like being able to say that they do it. Yeah, yeah. And I think about myself with learning how to make videos and I'm self-taught mm. and I had a massive like interest. Like it, it stimulated me in a certain way that allowed me to push through so much pain of not knowing and feeling that uncomfortable feeling, which – and I still, I still watch Netflix – and yeah. so I don't think it's the Netflix. I think it's the thing that you, you need an interest. Uh, you need it to be at a certain level and to be scratching away on the inside that you need to fix that itch. And and not everyone has that. And you might think that you have that for something, but you and, and it's okay if you don't because mm-hmm. there might be something else. But I, I was think, just... Uh, I think for me, I just have too many hobbies. Like I love... I get obsessed with so many things. The... Um, the one example that I can think of that I can really relate to what you're sort of describing is around uh, web development. Mm. I've tried probably half a dozen times in the past 15 years to learn how to code. And yeah. Yeah, I get as far as setting up sort of the install and then I'm just like, I I just – I like – the little bit of problem solving that I get out of like fixing a WordPress template yeah. is sort of peak. I'm, I just yeah. can't build something from scratch in that sort of format and get the sort mm. of joy that I do doing a podcast or doing a video or something like that. Yeah. And, and so maybe it's, maybe you don't need to do it. And, and if it, and if people out there are feeling like they've been having a crack at something, but maybe it's not right. I mean, mm. it's a total call that, you need to make um, for yourself, but I don't think it. 
I think that's the problem with people offering advice, you know, <laughs> on a big scale saying, just fucking stop wasting your time watching Netflix and do the thing. It's like maybe maybe that thing There's is not such right. such a big gap. Maybe and it's not right a, for you. Yeah, and the thing is that the um, – look at the grab that you took from um, for my birthday from 2007 of me, you know, doing a podcast. Yeah. You know, that, that is um, – you know, that's over 10 years of thinking about <laughs> podcasting, right? Yeah. That's ten, And that's 10 years of like every year having some form of crack at it, doing mm. some sort of version. And it just so – and so I think that um, the key is though to have that crack because when you have the crack, even if it's not the big thing, even like with the Daily Talk Show, we're fine with the fact that this might not be the, the big thing. But if you do it enough, if you have enough of those things, you're you're putting in input to then get something out. Yeah, yeah. Can we make this subreddit thing a uh, an actual thing that we spend time on? Yeah, I think it's a a good it's a good one. It's come from yeah. exterior, and yeah. um, who was it that mentioned the Reddit in the first James. place? Yeah, Jimmy. Yeah, amazing. and so yeah, I I do like it. I, I do think like it. so. Let's let's make because I know the uh, Michelle has uh, she also tweeted me about my uh, getting stickers to her. <laughs> they are they are coming. I can say when I told Bree about the tweet, she said actually Barcelona is a good place to do it because we've got yeah, Ibi true. who speaks Spanish. He can sort it out for you. So uh, there's been some promises I've made over the course of the show, but most promises we've been fairly good at. And I think um, Reddit. I, I could imagine spending my time on there and actually interacting and really creating a solid community. I just feel mm. like compared to Facebook groups and shit like that, I just think that there's so much else attached to all the Facebook stuff that's just like every time I open Facebook, I have notifications from being an admin of shit that I just don't even care about. Yeah. So I, I actually think Reddit plays into what you like. Mm. Um, sort of that text really getting into the the nuance of thought and um, and sharing and your rabbit thoughts. hole loving right so yeah, you can go yeah. you can put in um, so basically if you go to reddit.com forward slash r forward slash the daily talk show click follow or subscribe or whatever the fuck they call it and um, just post one piece of content right just find one thing that you found online that you think that is interesting and stick it up there. Maybe even put a comment in there, comment on someone else's stuff. We'll be in there and um, commenting and posting our own things and let's use it as a bit of a, a tool to, um, you know, work out what we want to talk about and to be informed and to, to learn about new things. I think that'd be really cool. All right. I've just put a, um, a little video up on Insta story. So if you are listening on today's date, it'll be there in 24 hours. Sorry, bro. Awesome. It's a daily talk show, everyone. Uh, we'll see you on uh, Reddit. Otherwise, <laughs> yeah. we'll see you tomorrow. Have a see good you one. Guys.